genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we're not going to look a gift horse in the mouth as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3 one goth makeover minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Eric Deutsch from Escape from New York Minute and Flash Gordon Minute. Welcome, hey. Eric. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. So excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here, man. Today on Minute 66, which is the minute that begins with... A zoom out from Spider-Man's eyes showing off a fancy new suit and ends with Peter meeting with Dr. Kurt Connors to talk about something. We don't know. Well, we don't know that they're talking. Maybe they're just going to stand there. We don't know. Yeah, maybe they're just hanging in they're a just dark there. classroom. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of context there. on that. <laughs> no. Well, maybe he's going to complain about the guys who shine lights in his eyes and throw spitballs at him. Yeah. 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 He's got, he's got a bone to pick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's literally it's literally two seconds. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, the real yeah. the real star of the show uh, today's minute is just uh, just looking at this this new suit that we've got here. Um, yes, new, new. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I okay. So let's. I, I I think we need to get this out of the way. I mean, I have I have um, later in the week. Well, actually, tomorrow I'll mm. have more about this. But okay. I'm just going to say this now. I think that they really missed a huge opportunity to do something cool with this suit. And instead, mm-hmm. they were just like, let's just make the same suit, only monochromatic. And that's not even what was originally done in the comics. Like, yeah, in the comics, it was a totally different suit. And I know it was based on Spider-Woman, but it was still a totally different suit. And I feel like it's a missed opportunity to not have done that. Right. Well, not to like uh, explain how the sausage is made too much on the recording, but I wondered whether you wanted me to talk about the development of this costume on today's minute or later in the week, because this is not the first iteration they tried. This was sort yeah. of a later. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like I feel like if we're going to talk about it, I feel like it should be happening now. I mean, this okay. is the introduction of it. <laughs> And it's not like it's not like we have a, a a lot of story to get through in this particular minute. Um, okay, all right. So so on the whole, your thoughts of the monochromatic suit are that it just feels like a missed opportunity, right? Yes. Okay. What do you think about the suit overall, Eric? Uh, my my note for this specific point is: wish they had used comic accurate design. Ah. Okay. All right. So here's here we begin the tale of de- uh, developing a costume for this suit under the as we've uh, come to know well on this podcast, the time crunch associated with this film. So when they got the go-ahead to make this movie, they kind of went right into um, you know artistic pre-production, bringing back the conceptual artists and the uh, costume designers and stuff that they had in the last film. So they have uh, Jim Atchison back on this one as the lead costume designer uh, helping out. They also have uh, Ka- uh, Katrina LeCare as an as assistant costume designer. She was the... Uh, costume designer on Homeland these days, but basically the same design team from the last movie, and they also brought on um, 
Steve Johnson from Edge FX, who did the Doc Ock uh, arms last time. Because if you guys remember from last season, the um, Spider-Man costuming and the like wardrobe was handled by Jim Atchison's team, and then the actual physical like puppets that they used for the arms for Doc Ock were built by Edge FX. So it was the same. It was two different companies basically making the stuff necessary to have on set to make all this work, right? Right. So we'll bring back the same people and go for it. And the initial design, because, I mean, they're not dumb. The initial approach was they wanted to try to make a version of the slick uh, comic book black and white suit with the big white spider on the chest, the big white eyes, and a sort of uh, integrated smooth texture, unlike the red and blue suit. Because the sort of iconic look of the red and blue suit with the raised webbing and everything, what made the black suit distinct in the comics was that there was none of that uh, like detailing on it. It was just straight like inky blackness with the right. big white spider. Right. So they, they did that. And that was actually the, um, the plan for a while. Um, you can, if you, if you hunt down on the internet like I did, you can find uh, images from earlier costume tests that they did with, um, I think it was Chris Daniels, you know, Toby Stunt uh, guy wearing different versions of these suits. But they had... For uh, quite a while, the idea for the black suit was this almost um, latex-like, really slick um, black surface, like this uh, seamless, inky black thing that had the big white spider on it. And they even went so far as to build an animatronic version of Venom using that same approach, because the thing Sam was worried about was how do you fit the guy's head inside the like Venom, the final Venom symbiote look without it like you know, looking weird or whatever. And so the guy who built the, uh, the the tentacles and stuff for Doc Ock's costumes actually built a big animatronic Venom where he could open his mouth super wide and there was no... You, you didn't fit an actor in there so that you could have the whole giant mouth with the tongue and everything physically wow. present on set. And there's... Wow. Yeah, there's footage of it, like, on set and during some of the early, like... Uh, when they were doing the VFX pre-shoot, when they were doing Sandman stuff, they were also shooting some Venom stuff. And you can actually see a tiny shot of it if you track down the um, the Comic-Con like, uh, like teaser that they put together. The shot of like Venom like rearing up at the end, that underneath the bell thing where he goes towards the camera. The, the, not the final teaser trailer, but the one that they showed at Comic-Con had the animatronic Venom in there. And it's mm. slick black, slightly purplish. Um, with a sort of classic Venom look to it. So they that was the road they were going down. And as they kept going, they were getting feedback from some of the different producers. And nobody seems to want to say who was to blame for this choice. But at one point, the note seemed to be Spider-Man in the slick black suit with the white spider kind of looks like a fetish thing. Like he kind of, <laughs> kind of looks... There's no seams anywhere, so he kind of looks like he's wearing latex, and it, it just kind of seems like a sex thing, like a sex toy thing. It seems inappropriate. And Venom, when he's all big and slick, he kind of looks like a naked beast instead of like a a thing wearing something. They, they thought it verged too close to like nudity or like weird sexual looking kink things. Um, and so they had to sort of start all over again. And at that point... The release date is getting closer and closer and closer, and they can't R&D everything all over again. And the choice they made was, well, we will use the techniques that we're familiar with to build a black suit that is 
using the same fabric as the red and blue suit, just dyed black, the same type of webbing for the webs, the same type of lenses, we'll just adjust the look of the individual elements. So they change the spider emblems on the chest and back, and they move, change the size of the eyes a little bit. But for the most part, for expediency's sake, the easiest thing for them to build if they had to start from scratch was to build a literally black version of, uh, of the suit that they had, that, that they've been using for the last few years. Um, it's, it's one of those things where like, I, I understand the thought process. I get where it's coming from, but if they had like more time, it, again, it's just a thing of time. If you had given them more time to actually come up with a new approach to the black suit that didn't, evoke whatever like weird sex thing they thought it evoked you know maybe a different texture on it maybe something you know a different material that doesn't feel as shiny all sorts of things you could try but if you don't have time they just went and made a black a literal black suit and it it just it kind of breaks your heart a little bit yeah i i don't hmm i appreciate what they're saying and i'm glad that they were looking out because you know if this had come out in the 90s no one would have had the guts to say anything like that um, and and <laughs> yeah. pointed out something that uh, everyone would make fun of forever, like, you know, like the bat nipples, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone knew that was a bad idea when they were doing it. It just no <laughs> one had the guts to say that, hey, you know, this might be a bad idea because of X, Y, Z, and then it ends up in the movie and then it's infamous, right? So, right. you know, uh, kudos to whoever spoke up and said, like, that's probably not a good idea. Um, maybe they should have done it earlier, uh, but like yeah. maybe within the first costume test, maybe somebody should have said <laughs> something. Um, but but either way, I don't even I, I still don't think that that's a good enough excuse because yeah. you can use the techniques that you have to make this suit like the regular suit black mm-hmm. and you can still differentiate it wildly enough that it doesn't just look like the same suit in monochromatic black because I'll be honest I didn't know that the spiders were different or the lenses were different I had no idea yeah because you can't tell like unless you are (laughs) unless you are really looking hard and comparing and contrasting I don't think you can tell and that's a mistake if they had made this chest emblem the size of his entire chest and white Instead of silver, like everything else, I think it would have stood out more uh, than it does currently. The problem is that they they just they made it silver, and mm. and they made like I'm fine with the webbing being silver, fine, whatever. <laughs> I think that there's a way that they could have made it look a little more organic, um, the way that they do on the Venom suit, where yeah. it, it it's sort of like integrated, but kind of sloppily integrated in a way that like an alien recreating something might do. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, the the problem is like he has like a perfect belt, which is dumb. <laughs> and and the 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 spiders should be like bright white, like bright yeah. white. And I think that that would improve this suit a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's that's yeah. just me. Or even even like like that. And then maybe like taking away the webbing on the boots, just making those the same material as like the rest of the legs, I think would have improved it a lot, too. Yeah, it is. yeah. There's 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 no there's no. You're right. There's no reason they couldn't have taken the technology, and it, it just didn't have to be 100% the same suit. So yeah. okay, even if first of all, I'm wondering, was it just like one executive that saw the image and and felt, oh, we can't put that in the movie. This looks like the gimp or something like that, or was it really a consensus among mm-hmm. that? 
Um, but okay, fine. E- even setting that aside, there really is no reason they had they they um, they must have had enough time to at least right do, do something different. It's just it's the same exact thing, just black and yeah. It, as I, I like this movie more than I think most people do, but. This, as a big fan of the black suit, this was such a disappointment for it to just be the same exact thing. Totally, yeah. It's an issue of, like, the the technique is one thing. It's replicating the shapes without any variation. That is the frustrating thing. Like, right. Right. you can make, you know, use the same type of, like, mesh for the lenses and use the same approach with the undershell or whatever. That's fine. But, like, literally change the shape of the eyes all that they are is they're a little bigger and a little like angrier. I've actually seen one of these suits in person over at the Sony lot when I visited. They still have it on display and it's it's in kind of rough shape because the the foam latex webbing has dried out a lot, but you can, you know, get a good look at it. And it's a, the the quality of the work is fine. It looks really cool. It just doesn't it's not an interesting design. You could have the thing I always think about with the black suit is those big white eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, right. as as much as I think about the chest thing, I think about those big white eyes where it, it takes up more of his face and there's not that, like, um, rim around the edge of it. And it, it just it just looks different. It looks, mm-hmm. you know, like, sleek and cool and all these other things. But they're kind of in the space where they already made the regular Spidey eyes kind of angry and squinty. Right. So if if the new one has to look meaner... If you make them big again, maybe it doesn't look as angry or something. I don't right. know, but I just I want it to look different. Here's the here's the thing, and and this is this is a this is a uh, a minor tweak that they would have one hundred percent been capable of doing at this point because it's not like it's like a, a crazy bit of technology, right? Like, mm-hmm. but if you had just because it's an alien suit, because it's not actually fabric. Because it's not actually a mask and those aren't actually lenses, theoretically, Mm -hmm. why do you not animate the lenses at this point? Oh, dude. Yeah. Ah. Like, why don't you make that be the big change? Give him the big chest emblem and then make the lenses animated. Let him emote in the costume so that you can have the big lenses, the huge eyes. But then when he's angry, you can physically narrow them. Yeah. Yeah. And am, am I, am I misremembering something? I feel like I saw an image in, in, you know, I mean, this would be a teaser from more than 10 years ago, but uh-huh. I feel like in one of the teasers, there was a very quick shot of Pete wearing the, mask and looking in a mirror and yes. like the venom mouth forming am i remembering that correctly? no that's it's correct it's it's in one of the uh teaser trailers and it's in the editor's cut of this but it's okay. not in the theatrical edition where he's looking in it's almost like that bilbo moment in lord of the rings where his face goes like uh golem for like one frame right. and it's like ah there's a bit where he's looking in a mirror and he sees the venom face happen for a second yeah mm-hmm. so that you know at some point then late into production of this movie there was the thought of the Venom symbiote personality started to show itself while Peter was still wearing it. Mm-hmm. So if they were that far along that they even included something like that in the trailer, there really isn't a reason they couldn't have done something as simple as that with the eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They spent a, they spent a lot of time doing different iterations of mouth stuff. Like the shot of uh, Venom in the mirror uh, is like the like inner rim Venom uh, shot that's there is actually a costume test with Topher Grace um, from earlier when they were trying to figure out how to do the big jaws and they had a version of the Spider-Man suit where 
the top layer is like the Spider-Man suit, and then there's a rip where the mouth should be. And then there's the actor's teeth and then some fake larger teeth in front of that. So that like the fabric of the mask becomes the lips around the teeth. Oh. And so if you, op- you open your mouth really wide, these like scary sharp teeth uh, come out. Um, it looks weird. It doesn't look fully like Venom, but it is very unsettling. So it, it wasn't a final thing, but they're like, well, we can use it for that shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they had, the, you know, you could play around with different approaches, but it just seemed like they were much more focused on well, what do we do with the venom of it all and not what do we do with the, the black spidey of it all? Right. right. Yeah. And I think that's where the ball really feels dropped is in that space. Of yeah. The suit should look, should look new and interesting and cool. It's, and, it's, yeah, just, I, I, yeah. it's, really, it's just really frustrating because I'm, like, I'm looking at this spider symbol and I'm like, I've been staring at it for basically the entire time we've been recording right now. And <laughs> I, can, I can see the way that it's different, the way that it's like a little larger and like the top arms are sort of like... They uh, curl in. <laughs> yeah, they, cur- they curl in in like these like weird square shapes. Like it's, it's, it's a cool design for it. I just wish it was three times as big <laughs> yeah um, yes. and, and white and white if it, if it was three times as big and white where the rest of the webbing was silver and then you did the the change on the lenses i think that this would be a, an incredible costume it would be a really great way to adapt the costume from the comics while also staying true to what you created in this series of films yeah and, and one thing i do like about the the costume that they they made is basically the one step that's different in the production of it than the production of the red and blue suit, which is the brick pattern on the red and blue suit. Um, in the first film, it was screen printed on there uh, with like traditional uh, silk screens. In the second and third films, it was dye sublimation printed on there. Uh, but it's basically just a darkening of the fabric for for this costume because the fabric's already black um, and you know it has some shading in there. But the brick pattern was done with a plastisol ink, which is um, slightly dimensional. It's slightly raised. And you can look like in the close-up shots, you can sort of see that the brick pattern that's on the suit is slightly reflective and shiny, like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a rubber or something. Yeah. And like that, that's the one thing they changed. But it was, it was a, um, a lighting thing because the, when the suit is that dark, you have to keep putting more and more light on it to even like get the edges to register and you need something that was slightly reflective so that the the right. lighting would look better on it. Yeah. But I think that, that idea of, okay, the fabric is, is jet black or, you know, a black fabric that you can get lost in, but there's a raised pattern on it. That's slightly reflective. You could have done really cool things with that. That yeah. there's, there's an Avenue there that's worth exploring. I, it looks, you know, as if he moves in the light, you're like, yeah, it's a cool, I don't know what that stuff is, but it looks, physically present in a way where it doesn't look yeah. like a cheap costume or something yeah it's the same theory as uh the the what they did with the raised webbing about how they couldn't make it black they had to make it silver it's the same mm-hmm. it's the same concept the same theory behind it and why they didn't just go with that from the beginning instead of going with the latex thing i don't understand but yeah <laughs> um it's it's just it this is just such a this costume is just such a huge missed opportunity and then you know, like after we he sort of um, drops down and and sort of like looks at himself when we get this like close up shot. Yeah, there's something going on here where I don't know if this is a practical shot of a costume or if this is done in CGI. But 
regardless, there's there's something going on where either the neck is way too thick, there's too much girth in the neck, or yeah. the head is too small. Either way, it looks terrible. <laughs> like the proportions just look completely off. You, so you mean it, when he does the jump down catch and he's looking at himself in like the side of the building before right. it gets close or right. when, no, it gets when, close? It, when it's close, when it's okay. close. Yeah. So the, all of this is CG. I don't, it doesn't really, <laughs> the distinction's not really necessary. It's, it's not a practical suit until uh, later in the week, basically. This okay. whole sequence is CG. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they wanted to get this as one continuous camera move. Uh, but they did you know, going around him and stuff, but then they cut in. So I don't know. Uh, that's just what they said in the commentary. Okay. Uh, it, it, like because the, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say that uh, the, the minutes that I was, I was on for Spider-Man Two included the the famous uh, harness butt shot of um, oh the yeah, walking <laughs> yeah. The and, and when he's under, when he's hanging upside down here, it kind of looks like the you know the harness butt again. Mm-hmm. But but I guess if that's CGI, they means they CGI'd the harness butt. Yeah. Yeah. They give him that uh that wedgie. Uh, from yeah. <laughs> from day one, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's sad because it's like, uh, so A, they have these interesting, you know, techniques of building the costumes. And then B, the quality of the CGI is like way better overall than um, last go round. Uh, like there's bits in here where he's swinging around in the black suit. And I'm like, that looks completely um, believable to my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like... The, the fact that we have all of this tech or in techniques available, but the design is disappointing is like so sad. Because like, you know, if I was a person that wasn't familiar with the comics or anything, and I just looked at this. I'm like, this is kind of cool looking. You know, it's, it's Black Spider-Man. I didn't. That's a new thing, I guess. Uh, and it's rendered well. It's just not a exciting look. Mm-mm. It's just there. It's just it's just palette swapped. Yeah. It's just emo. You know, you just, and, you know I. Go ahead, Eric. I, I just and you know what's funny is as critical as a lot of us as as we all are and, and as a lot of people are, I will say that the very first time I saw this the unit the the new costume when they released that teaser poster mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, this is not in black and white. This is color, and and you know he's in the black suit. That image, even with it clearly not being the comic accurate version, you know, made me completely lose my mind. Oh yeah, so, yeah. You know, just. The, I guess the anticipation of what I thought was coming. Right. No, I was excited too, but there was always, even in that first teaser image, I they were like, oh, it's not in, it's, it's, this is not in black and white. And I was like, oh, they're doing the, the black costume. Oh, that's, that's cool. But, um, but it looks like that. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, it's going to be cool. It's cool. You know, but, but like there was always a pang of disappointment, uh, in even my excitement of it because it mm-hmm. just, I, I was disappointed that they were they were going this direction uh, instead of creating a new suit. Uh, they just they just they just did this. They did uh, monochrome. I remember I remember when I, th- I think this was it was either middle school or high school. I remember when um, Chuck Taylor's came out with uh, with a monochrome design where it's like oh, oh yeah. the <laughs> the Chuck circle is also like black and the and the soles are also black but then and then the fabric is black everything is black even the laces and <laughs> i remember kids would get them and be like oh man look at my cool monochromatic trucks and i was like <laughs> i i i get they're just boring they're all black 
That's so boring. And the contrast. Come there's on. No, there's no contrast at all. Like at least make your laces white or something. Uh, it's so boring. Or or make them red. Something. Put some different yeah. laces in or something. I don't know. And this this is this makes me feel the same way the monochromatic trucks made me feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially for like for me when I associated the the black suit with like heroism and my first you know drawings I ever did of Spider Man when I was a kid. Because as I've said before in the podcast, it was before I just had random comics before it became the Venom suit. I didn't know it was a bad guy at first. Uh, like I was so I was so ready to see the big white cool spider and lenses, and just just didn't get them. It, it was not not the type of disappointment where I would like you know want to boycott the film or something, but it, it was definitely a a thing I had to mourn slightly. I was like, oh man. We were going to have the black suit, but that's not it. That's not even, it. Even like, okay, say, say you can't say they don't want to do the white, the white lenses because it reflects too much or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they, they, there's like uh, technical reasons why they don't want to do the white lenses. But like if they had done the white emblem on the front and the back and, and enlarged them also, um, which mm-hmm. I will always mention, even though I, it doesn't really have any bearing on what I'm about to say. Um, but, but if you, they had made those white, the least you could have done was made the outline white, like not the lenses themselves, but maybe the outline where the black yeah, like is the frame. Yeah, yeah. The frame, make that white. Um, cause at least that would have been like a different thing. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you could have made minor tweaks to this. That would have been the same suit that we recognize and wouldn't have, mm-hmm. wouldn't have created a lot of R and D issues, uh, as far as like time management goes, but could have improved it so much more in just the eyes of 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 fans and yeah, what we were kind of hoping for with this suit. It's just so boring. It's so yeah. boring. The thing I think about sometimes is uh, I think the first time I heard this quote was uh, when they were discussing designing Indiana Jones, uh, but that when you have a new character uh, in a film, a handy thing to think about sometimes is you want a kid to be able to draw this, you know, and have it recognizably be that character. That's, you know, a, a sign that you've made it distinct enough in unique ways. And I, I look at the suit and like, I don't know a kid that can draw this. Right. It's just black on black on black. Yeah. Mm. You know, they're, what they just draw a, a black stick figure and then like try to draw the webs on it with silver or something. But, you know, like, a, like Spider-Man, the blue, red and blue suit, you can draw that. Yeah, you know? well, but the but the fact is, they're not. That's the thing, right? It's like the webbing mm. are, isn't actually silver. It's supposed to be black reflecting light. Yeah. So so you're still just drawing black on black, black on, on black. black. Yeah. It's it's just it was not it was not well thought out. And obviously, I mean, I mean, it sounds to me like it wasn't well thought out. Um, mm. Unfortunately, of of no one's fault. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's just so unfortunate how much more goodwill a different costume probably would have given them. Totally. Totally. I mean, yeah, echoing it, it's something else. Echoing, <laughs> echoing what Zach was saying, I mean, my my first comic book ever that I ever bought was Amazing Spider-Man 265, and by mm. then he was wearing the homemade black suit. So yeah. he had already gotten rid of the, the symbiote, but he, he liked the look, so he was wearing uh, a regular suit. So for my first two, three years of Spider-Man collecting until Venom showed up, that's what he wore. And so that was, you know, the Spider-Man that I, you know, most grew up reading was the the white and black suit. And yeah. so, I, you know, 
it was just so exciting to know, oh, they're doing the black suit. And I remember when I was watching the movie for the first time in the theater, my wife, who knows nothing about Spider-Man, you know, the movie's starting to get close to the hour mark, and I'm starting, I'm like, I want the black suit already. I want the black suit already. And then <laughs> it showed up, and it was like, well, okay, I guess we did get the black suit, but it's not really the black suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Eric, have you played the, the PS4 Spider-Man game yet? Or, like, seen stuff from that? No, I'm actually, I'm, I, I, know nothing about video games at all no that's okay i I just a reference (laughs) a reference point i had that just popped in my brain is the version of the scarlet spider suit in that game Mm -hmm. kind of has like the plastisol ink texture on it it has these different patterns that run in sort of like diagonal directions all over it but it's mostly just a red suit that has the interesting shiny detail on it and the, the lenses on that are big white lenses and if i if you took like that costume without the like blue sweatshirt or whatever but something that looked like that in black with a big white spider it would be totally successful i mean i know people who pretty much hate the scarlet spider costume in comics who like playing in that suit in the game because it looks so much better with that texture on it yeah uh i i just think i don't know it at the end of the day yes it is something else but it's not it's not something interesting and that's mostly what I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of uh, uh, differences between uh, the the uh, original costume and this one, um, mm-hmm. we have this, this whole section where uh, Peter is sort of flexing in this new suit and saying, you know, this feels good. And then he does a backflip off the building um and sort of like falls and is having just a great time web swinging <laughs> and really enjoying this new costume uh and before landing on the top of this thing and then and then taking his mask off and saying this is something else um i i don't see a difference i don't know i don't know what this suit is giving him that he didn't already have before uh like we get we get a bit of it later in the week when he rips up a, a, a like a sewer grate. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's like okay. Well, he's a little bit, he's a little stronger than he used to be before. Um, so that's something. But like, yeah. I'm not sensing any of that power here. Like, I don't know. He's so good at being Spider-Man at this point that I'm not seeing any difference in what he would do prior to having the black suit. And now that he has it, I'm not sensing a change in any way whatsoever. Yeah. And so I'm a little, I'm a little confused as far as like, if I did not know anything about the black symbiote suit and what it does, right. Right. I don't think that they give enough context for me to understand. Absolutely. I think if that awesome, powerful song weren't playing, if they if they just had no music at all, it, I don't think you'd have any sense at all that the song itself kind of brings a bit of a power to it. But if, if there's no song playing, he's just doing what he's been doing for the last two and a half movies. Yeah, right. Like we we saw him like casually in other movies, like swing down from skyscrapers and then like go in between the cab and the a uh, big part of a semi trailer, like thread that needle and go through and so, like he's he's good at this. He's been good at this for a while. I think part of it is like they you know probably storyboarded out this thing where oh we have the the mirror the side of the building working as a mirror and then he jumps off and does cool spidey things but because he's starts high up and then just falls down like a 
I don't know, like a like a trained diver or something like that. That's not new power. He's, you know, falling with style like he always does. Yeah. If it was like a thing where he like suddenly rocketed up super high in the air, a bigger jump than he'd ever done or like lifted something. I don't know. But most of what's happening here is gravity. And like, gra- <laughs> you know, gravity is not a new power or anything. I'm just watching him be a- athletic or, you know, agile. Right. Like you do. Yeah. Right. And he's always like that. Yeah. yeah. If he had done a backflip and it, he went, he launched himself in the sky, like above the skyline and was like, whoa, and then dropped down, <laughs> then that would be cool. Uh, yeah. then, then you're like, oh, wow. Okay. So this, this thing is way more powerful, but I'm not getting any sense of that here. And honestly, throughout the movie, there are... <laughs> I think there might only be one, one scene, which is the 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 ripping up the sword grate. That's yeah. the only time that you get any sense that this is like a special suit. Yeah, it's just a, it's just black. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't get a sense that it's augmenting his powers in any way. Sp- uh. Spider Man Three, it's just dark. You know, it's just yeah, it's just dark. It's a black suit. <laughs> well, I, I know. I know it's not during my minutes this week, but of course later on you'll get to talk about how it does amplify his nerdiness. Yes. Oh boy, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It definitely does that, but uh as far as like his his ability to Spider-Man, uh I I'm not I'm not seeing a big change here. So I don't I don't know why this is a big deal, but you are right Eric about how much heavy lifting this music is doing, which, you know, everyone Oh, the music's great. Everyone gives, you know, everyone gives Danny Elfman the credit that he deserves. I don't think Christopher Young gets nearly enough credit for the the bangers that this movie has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, yeah one, this song is this great. This one being I the best one, for sure. Oh, this is such a good song. Oh, it's incredible. It's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. It's incredible to me that this feels like it was written by Danny Elfman, even though it wasn't. Like, that yeah. is so impressive, and no one gives this guy credit for it. Um, this is, this he is was too good at it. Yeah. You know, this is an incredible piece of music. <laughs> yeah. This would fit right in when, in like Batman returns or something. It is yeah. just like fully like, I, I'm not good at describing music, but there's this like muscular brass, uh, like thing happening there. I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah. I Gotham or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. It works yeah. great. Well, he's, he's goth Spider-Man. So it makes perfect sense. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> goth Spider-Man and Gotham. That's yeah. a crossover uh, title uh, <laughs> issue, maybe at some point. I don't know. Those are all my notes. Most of my notes are just uh, costume uh, building stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you here. Made, well, you made a, you made a, in your, in your intro, Zach, you made the funny point about not looking the gift horse in the mouth. And it's like, I mean, he says, what is this? He spends about five seconds thinking about it. And it, and then that's it. He doesn't question the fact that he is in a suit that he has no idea where it came from or why he's wearing it <laughs> or, or how he got where he's at. And how he got there. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know your last week would have ended with him in bed and the suit jumping on him. And now we open up this week with his eyes opening and he's suddenly outside. And he's like, whoa, what's – and he, he doesn't care at all. And I, I will give yeah. him credit for this. That is a nod to the comics that the suit – takes Peter out for a spin at night while he's sleeping and Peter sleeps through it mm-hmm. and then he's exhausted all day and he doesn't know why because the suit is running around with him inside it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice little pull from the comic but it, he doesn't know about it. It's it's happening in the comics. He just knows he's tired and doesn't know why. Here he's awake now. He wakes up. He's like, oh, huh. 
okay. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, he's way too chill with the scenario. <laughs> like, like, I feel like, the, uh, A, like, nothing really happens in this minute that shows us the new powers. Nothing really happens in this minute in terms of, like, being a new interesting thing to look at. But also nothing happens in terms of his, like, emotional state. He went from, like, a little confused to, like, super stoked. But it would have been better if he was, like, freaked out and didn't understand what was going on and was, like, really, really scared, but then got intoxicated by the power of the suit. Right. Then, you know, maybe even the the physical choreography isn't much better, but at least that registers more Mm -hmm. that this is, like, an addictive thing that enhances. uh, Yeah, like, imagine if he's, he is, uh, like really kind of like almost fighting with this thing right and then Mm -hmm. he ends up stumbling upon a bank robbery or something like that and he finds himself in a position where they are able to pull their guns on him and shoot him right and Mm. and just just point blank like you know he he like he's so distracted by the symbiote suit that he's not paying attention to the fact that like there's guys coming up right behind him or uh, that he's fallen into the middle of a bank robbery or whatever, and then they shoot him, <laughs> and he's getting shot, and then they empty their bullets, and then he realizes that the new suit is bulletproof. Yes, yes. And, and then, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, that's cool," and then takes them out like lickety split. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then at just- least, at least at that point, you're just like, "Oh, no wonder he likes this suit so much." You know, mm-hmm. and I yeah. mean, just in general, I wish they did more with his relationship with the symbiote, um, which yeah. they don't play around with at all. And largely, I think that's because of uh, another creative decision that they make, which, again, I'll get to later in the week uh, mm-hmm. because this episode is long enough. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just th- this whole scenario just reeks of missed opportunities, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that's a shame. Yeah. All being said, this is a cool minute. Uh, I know we complained about it a lot, but <laughs> it, it's, it's a cool minute. It's 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 really well animated, except for the neck head thing. Yeah, uh, and and you know, it looks it's, convincing. It looks know. very convincing. It's really cool, and it ends with Dorky Peter. What more could you ask for, other than you know a better suit? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a meme minute. You know, this yeah. is something else. Yeah, this is something else. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, all right. Well, I think, I think we'll wrap up, uh, this minute here. Um, obviously we'll be back tomorrow, but in the meantime, if you're on Facebook, make sure that you have uh, joined our Spider-Man minute friendly neighborhood listener group over there. Uh, just, uh, type in uh, Spider-Man minute. It should come up. You'll get our page and then you'll get our group, I would imagine. So, uh, <laughs> if you're on Facebook, go do the thing and, uh, we will, uh, talk to you there and then we'll be back here tomorrow for Minute 67. Bye, everybody. Bye.